And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Daughter, no matter if today is one of sorrow or one of joy, join us as we seek the Father's will with Jesus in the garden. You know, nothing much. How's it going? You know, I need caffeine. I think we both said this. We're almost at, like, pew, caffeine needs inject. Oh, what? Gilmore Girls. I need coffee and an IV. <laughs> I need coffee in an IV. That's right. Well, you don't like coffee, so you need, I need chai, chai in an IV. Yeah, that's right. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> you know that? Mm-hmm. That one? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me you watch Gilmore we Girls? We like Gilmore Girls here. But welcome back to the podcast this week. It's kind of bittersweet today. That's right. Why is it bittersweet, Rachel? Well, we are finishing Philippians and are studying it. It's sad. I'm a little sad. I Yeah, I'm a little sad too. But I think we have a sweet place to land. Amen. In the book. Yeah. And thank you if you have listened along this summer to any piece of Philippians, then welcome to the close. (laughs) Yeah, we are so thankful for the messages that we've gotten, the sweet girls that we've gotten to talk to who have uh, told us that they're listening to the podcast. It's super sweet. I've even had guys come up to me and be like, love the podcast and i'm like yeah that's hilarious that's really funny yes. <laughs> that's but so good we're, we're glad especially at the beginning we're like daughters <laughs> and they go mm. they're like i guess i'm not the i target guess i'm not the target audience, audience here <laughs> yeah but we like, still welcome them oh, nonetheless yeah, totally for sure olivia do you have a fun question before we get kicked? we need like some energy we need to we're not sad we're excited pump pump up pump up pump up um Probably a little bit better, better of queso. queso. I like that you knew exactly well, where I was going. Here's the that. thing. Chili's is great, but Chili's is Tex-Mex. Yeah. Like, at the best. And, like, American cuisine mixed. Yeah. Like, I want I want dedicated Mexican restaurant. Yummy. Okay, white best queso. queso in Denver. Go. Okay, so my favorite one, it closed down. I think it might be reopened, but I don't know. So maybe we should check into that. But it looked like they changed their menu. So I'm a little iffy. I'm like, mm. Olivia has been like telling me about this for years, decades. No, just kidding. <laughs> decades. <laughs> she has mentioned it like three times. Three times. And we tried to go. We did try. And then it was closed. But there's an, a place in Arvada that my sister found. And I want to take you. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, but I had the queso. It was fantastic. And, but also it was, like, right after I had my wisdom teeth removed, so I couldn't have chips. They gave me soft tortillas (laughs) to eat the queso with, which was adorable. But they have, like, cute hanging chairs that you can eat at, and they have, like, a little DJ in the back. And it's just this lady in her, like, 40s or 50s who's just DJing. I adore this, and we're going, like, soon. I know. Okay, great. Yeah, it's not a question. Okay, no, it, it wasn't a question. <laughs> it's so. a statement. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. what about you? What would 
like what food or beverage would fill your soul right now coffee <laughs> yeah coffee would be good um i think i love a good mcdonald's run Sometimes, like, this is so silly. It's either, like, a Sprite. Why does a Sprite from McDonald's specifically hit? And, like, a large fry. Wait, is Sprite better at McDonald's? I think it is. What? I, okay, I, I don't know why. I feel like I can get on board with this. Okay. It's, like, crispier. It's, like, crispy. Olivia! Yeah. <laughs> but I That's also... That's really weird, because crispy is not a word that you use for soda. Sprite. But both of us just thought of it at the same time. Is it, like, it's, like, the bubbles hit different? Yeah, I don't know. Like, the carbonation is different. That's the more, like... Technical, technical term. term. <laughs> um, but I also love an M&M McFlurry. Mm. Those things are really yummy. Love. Love Live, that. laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. That. You know what would really fill my soul, though? Mm. I think I know where you're going with this. The word of God. Oh, let's go there. <laughs> Shall we? Okay. How much cringy? That was... How much more cringy can okay, we get? Okay, but come on. That was, like, one of the best transitions. That was. That we had recently. I think we're ending on a bang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. We are, we are ending on a bang. Um, so, Philippians 4... Yes, ma'am. 10 through 23. That's right. Well, we almost left out <laughs> verse 23. We were I like, was like 10 through 21, right? <laughs> and I was like 10 through 22. And then turns out it's, it's 23. 23. <laughs> it's okay. It's we not. still got there. 22. <laughs> a, good, a good singing moment. Oh. Okay. Do you want me to read? Yes. <laughs> you close us out. Oh, did you want to? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have re- have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am in to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound. And in every... In, in ev- well... In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. And you Philippians yourself know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving, except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. That's so good. Mic drop. Mic drop for Mr. Paul. (laughs) Mr. Paul. Mr. Paul. That's right. I think when we were chatting about this before, we were like, there's 
two main themes, kind of, we see in this mm-hmm. that very much interact with each other in these 13, 14 verses? Is it 14? I think so. What what themes are you seeing, Rachel? Yeah, so the first theme that I would say is just, like, power, strength, might. You know, like, mm-hmm. I can do all things. Mm-hmm. Like, I could go lift, like, a boulder right now because I can do all things through mm-hmm. Christ. Who's, right? That's what this means? Mm, maybe not. Wait, you don't like that interpretation? I don't love that. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If I need to get my homework done, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If I need to, you know... Mm-hmm make bank I can because I can do all things that's what this means no. right I'm even thinking of um <laughs> I'm a I'm an NBA fan I'm a sports oh, girl oh yeah 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 I'm thinking of I remember when it was like a really big deal that Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors put Philippians 413 on the bottom of his Nikes I think it was <laughs> And, like, the internet, everyone freaked out. They are like, oh, my gosh, he loves the Lord. He's the most devoted follower And he's going to win. He's going to win. he can do all things through, through Christ, Christ who strengthens him. Also, there's, like, a plaque in here that says it, too. <laughs> in <laughs> our recording like, studio. That's so funny. <laughs> um, but I remember everyone being like, oh, my gosh, that's why the Golden State Warriors won the NBA championship two mm-hmm. years in a row. Because they can do all things two through years in a row. Christ who strengthens yeah, them. Yeah, thanks, Steph Curry. That's what that means, right? But I guess it's not working for them anymore. <laughs> what? I thought that they could do all things through Christ oh my who strengthens gosh. them. <laughs> well, what? Well, okay. I uh, think we need to see it in context, right? Oh, context, context. is key. <laughs> okay, I, I'm just... <laughs> I, I say this to, to make a point that, like, yes, you we do. so often, like, take this verse out of context of what it really means. Mm-hmm. So, to answer your original question, <laughs> Olivia, a little bit more honestly, um, the very first theme that I think we see here is contentment. Mm. Olivia, would you like to expand on that? I'd love to expand. I I think I've used this definition on the podcast before, but this is something a mentor shared with me, is contentment is wanting what you have, not having what you want. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I, that always is just a quick little nugget that comes to mind, but I think we really see Paul elaborate on this, because he's at the beach, right, when he's mm, writing this? Yeah. With no. his virgin pina colada in hand? He's actually no. in jail. Whoa. I know. In Just in case anybody hasn't <laughs> listened before, we do make this joke every single time, but he is actually in jail. He's in jail. And, again, he starts off this section with, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. Again, he's rejoicing from prison. But now he's saying, I've learned to be content in whatever situation I'm in. Yeah. I think that's huge. Um, And... That's where we find this, like, tail end of Philippians 14, 4.13. I can do all things. Him who strengthens me. But we got to go back to the verse before of, I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance, and need. Yeah. And, like, we know, like, we can trust Paul when he says that because mm-hmm. we know where he's writing this. Uh, we understand that he is in a time of need. He's in a time of hunger. And he says... Like, I can be content here because I can do all things Mm. through Christ who strengthens me. And I think it's because of um, Christ's, like, comfort in this space, like, but also Christ's provision 
um, for him. And, and that's what we'll see a little further down is even the Philippians provision for Paul. Um, we remember like earlier in chapter two when Epaphroditus was bringing this gift to Paul um, from the Philippian church and he was so thankful then and he's thankful again here. He's just expressing this gratitude of you are providing for me. Thank you. Like, um, and they were a big provider of his ministry in general. I mean, he says that even in Thessalonica, they were providing for him. Um, but when I think of contentment, I don't think I would be quick to find contentment in a jail cell. Yeah. Oh, no. So I guess, Olivia, my question to you is, what do you think, like, the actual proper application of this verse is, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Like, what are some situations that, like, this actually would Mm -hmm. properly apply to when we're looking at this in context? It's not Steph Curry, right? That was the... (laughs) Steph Curry with the shot point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's not Steph Curry being, putting it on his shoes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and, like, that that being like, mm. I'm going to win because of this. So what are some examples that you have of like where this verse actually applies to us today? Yeah, that's so good. I mean, I have this little note here in my journal. It's the secret is that the Lord is the provider and will strengthen you when you are empty. And I have the verse that you referenced a ton while we've doing, done this study in Philippians, when I am weak, then I am strong. Like when we are weak, it is the Holy Spirit that comes in and enters and is our strength. And I'm thinking of like, I feel like this is a common thing, burnout. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of, especially like us, we're in ministry, right? Um, And even if you're not in ministry, if you're in school, if you're a student right now, I think everyone gets burnout of, I've been pulling, putting so much energy into this, into that, and I'm spread super, super thin. And maybe we haven't said no enough, (laughs) too. (laughs) Um, There's some personal responsibility there, but I think um, when I come to that place of burnout, I'm, I'm even thinking of last year when I was in women's ministry and I'd be like, I am burnout, but oh my goodness, I've got the garden Bible study in the morning of the podcast, but Lord, I need you to strengthen me right now. Like yeah, when I am weak, I am weak right now and I need your spirit to really come in and strengthen me. I'm even, <laughs> I see your hinds feet on high places, but here in the verse of Habakkuk of the Lord is my yep. strength. And he will make my feet like the hinds feet and he will make me tread, walk, walk upon the high places. Right. Yep. I think asking the Lord to enter those spaces where like, Lord, I'm really empty and I really need you. Yeah. And I think sometimes he does some of his most powerful work there and it's because we're in this place of humility. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I think too, just, um, like how difficult is it to be content like, in everything in, in this life. Like, I, I just feel like I go through, like, just these, like, waves of discontentment in life. And mm-hmm. I and I think this is, like, the common, like, human experience. That it's, like, okay, we come to a place where it's, like, okay, I am content about this. But then something else in our life changes. And then we struggle accepting that. We struggle mm-hmm. accepting that. Like, we don't like change as, um, as human beings. But, like it happens like we are like we are faced with change all the time so like there's these waves of like discontentment and um I'm even thinking back to like what we talked about last week of like do not be anxious about anything but in everything through prayer and petition and we kind of made this joke of like if I just tell you don't be anxious stop it don't be anxious Mm. then it's like 
what? That's like I'm, not helpful. I'm going to keep thinking about that. Yeah. My yeah. anxiety's not going away right now. Um, and it's the same thing of like, just be content. Come on, just, just do it. Just be content. And it's like, that's not the answer. Like mm. Paul gives us the answer that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. It's not me sitting in my room, just being like, I'm going to like in my mind, work out a way that like, I'm okay with this situation and convince myself to be all right. It's me submitting it mm. to the Lord to say, Lord, I'm not content in this. Will you bring contentment? Because mm. it is through you that I have strength to be content in this. I'm seeing, even as you're speaking, a contrast between striving and surrendering. Yeah. Of, like, the, I can muster myself up to be content. I can muster myself up to not be anxious. That is all striving. Mm-hmm. And none of it is surrendering it to the Lord. Um, even, like, I, I think we talked about this last week again. The, I need to admit that I'm discontent. I need to admit that I'm anxious. Yep. Before we do something about it. And it's admitting it to the Lord and surrendering it. Like, Lord, I am discontent. Come, like make me content in you for sure and and I think that it also goes to like this place of knowing Christ Mm -hmm. that it's not just this like like yes there's this submission but um when he talks about like I have learned in whatever situation to be content I know how to be brought low I know how to abound like all of this we also know that like Paul has this like incredible intimate relationship Mm -hmm. with Jesus Christ that again it's like this submission but it's also this understanding that there's nothing in life that is greater than like knowing knowing Christ Christ Jesus Mm -hmm. and Paul says somewhere else like nothing compares to the greatness of knowing Christ Jesus. That's a Rachel interpretation of that passage. That is not like <laughs> word for word. Um, but anyways, like the, it, when we come to this place where we recognize that nothing in this life even matters mm-hmm. when, when it's compared to knowing our Lord Christ Jesus, that's where it's really it, like the Lord gives us mm-hmm. strength to be content. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's, it's learned mm-hmm. as, as you're learning, as you're learning Christ almost, as you're learning to know him, as you're growing in that I mean it's not natural to be content it has to be it's a learned behavior um I'm for some reason right now I'm thinking of like Christ and his ministry and his like contentment in all the situations thrown his way like I'm thinking of Christ who walked around and um I remember there was a statue my mom saw when she was in Israel and it's Jesus laying on a park bench Mm -hmm. like sleeping like the homeless like and I'm thinking of like did you do this for the least of me- these? Did you feed the hungry? Did you did you clothe those who needed clothing? And I'm thinking of, oh my goodness, like Jesus, like Paul too. He he was just this on the go. Um, he was on the go doing ministry and he was dependent on others to provide for him and he was trusting that his father would provide those things for him. And I mean, I was in, I think it was Luke 12 today of just Christ saying like if he dresses the lilies if he feeds mm. the sparrows like how much more will he provide for you um and I think that's something Paul learned from Christ is and as he was knowing him he was like oh Christ did this too like I had to learn this behavior as well yeah totally and like Jesus talks about like the cost of what it is to follow him Mm. um and he says this is matthew 8 20 um jesus replied so um 
the the context is that a teacher of the law came to him and said teacher i will follow you wherever you go jesus replied foxes have dens and birds have nests but the son of man has no place to lay Mm. his head that jesus says hey you can follow me but this is the reality of what it is to Mm. follow me like it's not this like lavished lifestyle and I and Jesus is like fully content in that like that's what he asks us to like follow him in that and and I think of even the namesake of our podcast of Jesus his Mm. contentment comes from these times where he like withdraws from his ministry and spends intimate time with the Lord like similar to to what I was just talking about of like Paul's relationship with Christ and 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 his relationship with the Father like the relationship between the Son and the Father is is reflective of that Mm. he's drawing from that well of the intimacy that he's having with the Lord in the secret place to be content like in the public place yeah Mm. and so like what an encouragement to us that it's like Mm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me okay we need to be asking Christ to strengthen us. We mm. need to know him. We need to um, withdraw to our secret place with him, submit those things, offer them up, the things that we're struggling being content in. And that's what Paul means here of like, mm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. I love that. I'm thinking, do you know the Phil Wickham song, The Secret Place? Of course I know the you Phil Wickham song. You love Phil Boy. <laughs> Philly, Philly. <laughs> um, who who Rachel's friends with, right? Oh, we don't. Oh, <laughs> Olivia, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> but I'm thinking of like the verse of the like first verse of that song where it's like, "Where will you go, my soul, when all of your wells have run dry?" Yeah, like I like I'm seeing that as a challenge to me, you, like whoever's listening right now. Of where where are you going when your soul runs dry? When you are discontent, like. Where are you going? Are you going to the secret place with Christ or are you turning to other things to fill you? Because yeah. that's never going to pro- provide true contentment. Yeah, I also think about, I had a counselor tell me um, a few months ago uh, as I was like working through something in my personal life that um, was like a, something that was really heavy and but I was like going to work every day had to like be in these rhythms had to be in these routines was super discontent behind like closed doors Mm. but had to like be in ministry and uh my counselor just encouraged me like hey Rachel the Lord sits in the secret place with you even while you're going about your day to day Mm. like there's this secret place where the Lord is like intimately there with you even as you're going about like your your day and yes it's a secret place so other people aren't seeing that that's what's going on in your heart Mm. but like allow your heart to sit in the secret place even as you go about your day-to-day life I I had a friend bring this up today she was like I want my heart like and my mind to wander into thoughts of the Lord Mm. like I I want I want to be distracted by the Lord I, I can't remember who said that last year but I love I love that of like Lord distract me with you and like let me hide in the shelter of your wings like in my mind throughout the day i love that image yeah Hmm. i think that's great that is i mean what an important topic to to just obviously we talked about singleness earlier this summer being content in that but i love that this like applies to every area of life because Mm. they're all 
every single one of us is discontent in some way in some area of our life Mm -hmm. and like the lord is so sweet in how he he offers us a place in in that secret place with him and strengthens us Mm -hmm. um towards contentment Mm. i love that i uh, i'm thinking too of (laughs) i don't know i feel like so many bible stories are coming to mind for us today um Elijah when like Mm. the Lord leads him to the stream um and he's feeding him like by the birds and like this stream is nurturing him but then the stream dries up and it's like are you gonna trust him to lead you to another stream to provide for you and I'm and I'm thinking about the ladies who are probably coming back to CCU in the next couple of weeks and school's about to start and life is about to get more hectic and um life is about to get more hectic for us too and um Like, where are we going to go once these waves of of discontentment in whatever scenario, where are we going to go? Yeah. Hmm. That's great. Should we keep chugging? I think we should. It, it's funny. I, I think it seems like Paul is taking, like, a sharp left turn here. Yeah. But, yeah. Was that the t- noise of the turn? Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but I think it's not actually Mm -hmm. like I think on the surface that's what it seems like but Olivia what is the main theme that you see here in this next section 14 really through the end but 14 through 20 I think it's so we just had our theme of contentment Uh um and now we're transitioning to this theme of generosity yeah um and I love that when we were first talking we're like "Mm, these are a little separate and then we were like no these are thoroughly linked so I want I want you to touch on that but um before we get there so Paul is saying like the Philippians have been super generous to him um and they've been an example I I believe Paul uses it in another letter where he's like but the Philippians supplied for me even when you didn't I feel like that's Corinthians but I might be wrong don't quote me on that (laughs) (laughs) um but I also love that not only the Philippians have provided for him not only Epaphroditus in um representation of the Philippians but um verse 19 and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Yeah. He is the ultimate provider. And and we as um, little Christ, um, as Christians, we get to also mirror that and be generous. Um, But explain to us this connection, Rachel. Yeah. Um, Well, I think just like the example that comes to mind is especially like finances um, is the example in contentment that I'll talk about here that that links to generosity but I think it's all areas of contentment honestly Mm -hmm. um where it's like okay if I am discontent in where my finances are if I am like so we kind of talked about this opposite of like the opposite of contentment is almost like this striving that, Mm -hmm. that we have so if I'm like striving daily to be like I need to grow my finances I need to grow my finances I don't have enough money for this I don't have enough money for this Mm -hmm. it might be out of a like I want to live a lavish lifestyle I want to buy luxury goods I Mm -hmm. want to it could be that but quite frankly it could also be like I'm barely making ends meet I can't I don't Mm -hmm. have enough money to pay rent both of those I think end up in a similar place where we're like striving towards like um financial wealth Mm -hmm. and when we're in a place like that when we're discontent financially we are not going to be generous like, we are not going to be in a place where we're, like, giving more and more. Like, take more money. Yeah. Take Like, I want to give you this. I want to give you this. Or at least not the desire. That's right. 
And so, but I think the opposite of that is like when, no matter if it's like, I'm barely getting by, but I'm content in that, Mm -hmm. or the Lord has blessed me immensely and I'm content with that. When we're in this place of contentment with where our finances are, then we're able to come to this place where it's like, I am content Mm -hmm. no matter what the Lord has for me here in my finances. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give generously and, and my heart is going to to be generous like I'm going to like it's, it's not going to be hard for me mm. to give generously mm. that's the connection that I see what do you think Olivia I love that and I think I mean you know the opposite of like this you have to surrender it over to the Lord just like every area of your life um I'm thinking of even contentment and generosity maybe even with time like yeah um I think sometimes we get really like, I have no time to do any of the things. I Like, where do I find the time? Like, sometimes I'm like, I have the worst time management. Like, oh, Lord, I can't do anything. Like, I, I, I give up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what if I, like, surrendered my time to him? That was something I was thinking about today. Surrendering my schedule to him, my calendar. Like, Lord, this is yours. And I feel like then once I've surrendered that, and, and not without part work on my part, Mm-hmm. Of like, okay, yes, schedule, manage things well, but then I think I'm able to be generous with it, and he'll open up like pockets of that of like, well, actually, right now I need you to go do this. So look, I've given you the time, yeah, to do it, and and like with finances, look, here's this like extra chunk of money that I'm giving you. I would love for you, I, I want you to be generous with this, um, because I think if like we're asking for it if we're seeking like we ask not because we have not and not that not to abuse that language but to be like lord give like help me have the finances to be generous even out of little help me have the time even out of little to be generous with it yeah i mean i think of even the story of the uh the widow who Mm. gives everything she has and it's 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 little compared to um those who who are are giving abundantly but it's only like a small portion of what they own Mm. and and jesus like points to her as the example of like look at her she's giving everything she has Mm. even though it's a few only a few cents like she is more generous and she like her heart is like in the right place in that Mm. i love that and i love i love this language in verse 18 of um he says i'm well supplies having received from epaphrodite the gift you sent but i love this a fragrant offering a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to god when i heard that i thought of the alabaster woman in mm. luke 7 yeah. she's my favorite she's my girl like <laughs> that's my favorite she's woman my home girl she's my home girl that jesus interacts with and i'm thinking of like the fragrantness of that perfume that she poured out on jesus's mm. feet um and i and the pharisees who are around him they're like you're letting this prostitute like wash your feet with her, her tears and her hair right now do you know who she is mm-hmm. like do you know all the dirty things she's done and I love that it was, like, this fragrant aroma. And then he, like, turns to her and says, like, you are healed. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was like, a sacrifice. It was a sacrifice for her to be there. And I think she had to be really content with the mess she was bringing to the Lord. But mm-hmm. was so generous in this, like, lavish dumping of this expensive perfume on him, which probably was, like, life savings to buy this perfume. It was not a small thing. And the Pharisees thought it was a waste. Yeah. Um, and she was like, no. Mm-hmm. This is this is my offering. Yeah, thinking about there's a song um, called Alabaster Heart that is I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is based off of that story, 
Um, and you might have to help me with the lyrics, Olivia, but it's like, let it rise. Like um, incense. Yeah, incense. My whole life a fragrance. Every ounce here spilled out at your feet. Mm. And so I think the question is like, what is the fragrance of our lives? Mm. Like, what is the fragrance that that we are like, this aroma that it, that is going towards heaven from like our lives, from the way we live, but like our heart posture, like mm-hmm. is, is our heart in this place of like generosity and like willing to, to give and to pour out more and more. And like, that's a sweet fragrance to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us have these areas where it's like, I'm not doing that. And mm-hmm. like, again, like we'll just keep pointing back to it. Like it's the gospel. Like mm-hmm. it, um, I can, do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Even like that applies here that it's like, it is not like by our own power. It's when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm. It's by the power of the cross mm. that, that we can be content in where yeah. we are and that our, our heart posture can, can be shifted into this like sweet aroma and sweet fragrance to the Lord. Hmm. I love that. <laughs> I just, I really, I just, <laughs> I think that's, I think oh, the Lord is so good to to show us how these things interact and I mean it just doesn't it doesn't fall void um and I don't know how do you feel about transitioning to these last three verses yeah a little let's bit? do it um I love the language of greet every saint in Christ Jesus I just always love how Paul reminds us of this new identity that we have um and I also love the idea of all the saints in Caesar's household that there's been conversions made while he's been in prison. Mm-hmm. Like he, like he, him talking about how he has been ministering in prison. I think that's back in chapter one, but um, there has been fruit of that. And I love that they're greeting the Philippians as he's writing this. Yeah. Yep. That's great. Yeah. I love really like practically, I think of this every time that there are sections like this in scripture, but it's like, this is the reminder to us that like the word of God that we're reading is not just like this magical like manuscript that appeared mm. one day like these were real letters these are real people mm. that like the holy spirit is working in them to like write these le- letters mm. um but like this is like really a letter that was like sent yeah and uh, and and written by paul and sent to the philippians like we um yeah like i don't know there's something that's um, reassuring, I feel like, about the word of God, that it's like, oh no, it's not just this, like, magical manuscript that floated down from heaven one Mm. one day, you know, like, this is, like, the Lord works through really ordinary things Mm. to give us really beautiful and glorious things. Mm. And I love the image of, like, we're standing on the backs of the saints that came before us, like, we just get to build this, like, we just get to continue, um, to, to glean from what Paul has shared with us and to teach it, like, um, it, it just continues to be abundant and active and working in our lives as, even as it did in the Philippians' lives. I, I mean, I'm sure this letter was so encouraging to them when they got it, and it's, it's been encouraging to us this summer. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And I love, too, how he bookends this with grace. Like, we had, we had grace back in chapter one of, Mm I, I mean, it's, it's very mirroring of this, like, so Philippians 1, 1 through 2, just to remind us, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the overseers and deacons, 
grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And again, we have that language of saints and then the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Yep. For some reason, he needs us to know it twice. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things in this book that Mm -hmm. um, Paul, as he's writing this letter, is like, "Mm, I know I just said this, but I'm going to remind you again because it's good for your soul to be reminded of this. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I don't think they're like, what if we started like, instead of like, bye, see you later. What if it's just like, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. (laughs) Just call that out to people. (laughs) That's how I end my phone calls now. I'm straight up why not <laughs> i mean <laughs> i love that <laughs> something that we do at the speed at my church is we pass the peace mm. do you know what that is nope so <laughs> after we do con- i mean i go to a very liturgical church but um after we do confession um it's like now that we have peace with god let's go make peace with those around us mm. Ooh, and, love. and so you go up and you're shaking like it's like kind of like the greeting moment during this service but it's like you go and you shake people's hands and you look them in the eye and they, you say the peace of the lord be with you and oh, you say and that. also with you oh i love that and i and i think that's really sweet of like oh my goodness we have this peace with christ we've been accepted by christ his forgiveness has been transferred to us like we we've just confessed whatever has happened in this last week of our lives but peace peace is the promise grace grace is the promise like paul is showing us that like you you are covered um but i love that he's like closing with this here of like hey grace be with you yeah that's so sweet what reassurance like i wonder if we assured people in our lives like that more often of like hey grace be with you peace be with you yeah well i even think of this phrase like preaching the gospel to yourself Mm -hmm. and uh we love this olivia and i do but yeah just this idea of like let's allow the words of grace to like infiltrate every conversation we have every thought that we have like the gospel is the center of our lives like Mm. the gospel is the center of everything that we're doing like what if like our words reflected that more that that Mm. the gospel meant everything and i think that we see this here in in paul's closing even he brings it back to the grace of the lord Mm. jesus christ and we know the goodness of the grace Mm. which is on the cross where jesus took our sins he bared the weight of that he died the death that we deserve And he rose three days later. He claimed victory over sin, death, and the enemy. And now we get to live Mm. in communion with him and with fellow believers till Mm. the end of time. Mm. And, like, that is the final reminder that Paul leaves Mm. the Philippians. This tucked-in message of the gospel all in one word of grace. Yep. Oh, that is a sweet note to end it on. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Do you have anything you want to add or any? I mean, or even, like, what your favorite part of the book of Philippians was, like, looking back on it, or... Yeah, totally. I definitely don't have anything to add here at the end of Philippians 4. I think that the gospel is the perfect place to end Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think looking back, um, man, honestly, I, I would have to say that Philippians 4 is just, like, Mm. it for me. This conversation Mm. of do not be anxious about anything. Yeah. Rejoice in the Lord always and be content by the strength and, and power of Christ. Like that is, these are like the things that I'm living in right now and that I'm living through. And so 
I'm so thankful to the words of Paul in yeah. that. What about you, Olipop? Oh, oh, yeah. Chapter four is fantastic. I, I think still I love the pinnacle of this book in chapter two of mm. the like hymn about Christ, and and it is a gospel presentation right there too. Like we have the gospel at the beginning, the gospel in the middle, and the gospel at the end. Like yeah, it's so beautiful to see that, and it's all I'm thinking of is like let's go forth in the gospel and proclaim that good news yeah that's great well i think that's i think that's where we're landing i think that's where we're landing the book of philippians thank you guys so much if you have listened along all summer or if you're listening to this later we Mm -hmm. we're just so thankful and and grateful that we've gotten the opportunity to um talk about the word of god we don't take this lightly we are Mm. um very thankful that that god has given us this gift to be able to do that um be on the lookout for some more episodes we're not done with this podcast yet there's going to be some shifts some changes you'll hear about that um but we're not leaving you nope not we'll yet. be with you for as long as you'll have us <laughs> yeah for as long <laughs> as you'll have us that's right all right may the lord bless you